Now we return you to the test card and some music. So the pilot take 123, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepherd, And that guy over there on the armchair is Rob Gianni. Loving life in an armchair. Life is an armchair coaster. <laughs> Actually, why don't they put coasters on armchairs? Because that's exactly where you put your cup of tea. They should do. I mean, some, some armchairs have like a cup nook, don't they? Oh, yeah. Well, a like cup the chair, Like the fishing, uh, the, the, the sort of fold out. Yeah, like the chairs. Of, the chairs you have to fish in and you have the festivals to put your beer in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, when you're fishing, yeah. it's a thermos of coffee. Yeah. Festival, it's a pint of pea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pint. Peroni, obviously. I mean, what, do you, what do you think I was talking about? So if you I, filthy fishmongers. If I was an, an armchair designer, and one day I hope to be, mm. I would make an armchair, right? You have one cup receptacle on the left. Right? Cup receptacle on the left, eh? And one cup receptacle on the right. And the one on the left... So two cup receptacles. Two cup receptacles. <laughs> but this is the difference. Maths was definitely a strong point in school. <laughs> the left one yeah. keeps your drinks warm. If you're having tea or whatever. Oh, nice. The right one keeps it cold. If you're having a cold drink. Could it not be simple as switch? But what if you have a hot drink and a cold drink? But also... Oh, okay. You know, you, sometimes you eat dinner in an armchair. So sometimes you want to put a choc ice. You want to save your choc ice ready for after dessert. Yeah. Put your you, choc ice in the cold one. You deserve Have your dinner on your lap. Still there. You got your hot drink for dinner, and when you're finished, choc ice is sitting there ready to go. Perfect. And also, you can the left one, which is the hot one, doubles up as like a to warm your dinner plate. You can put your dinner on it. Oh, like a yes, keeps it warm, like the buffet hot trays. Yeah, it would. It would be a bit, it's definitely a fire hazard in that. Yeah, it's a little bit. Maybe it's battery operated, it's so okay. it's not it's electric. Okay. electric. It's, it's fine detail. We yeah. need to work the fine detail out of the armchair It's just revolution. USB power, because you know you can get some... Uh, oh, USB. 12 volt power. Yeah, exactly. So it keeps it warm, but not too warm. Okay, nice. Okay. Because because you definitely... Oh, the other thing is... you need Do you to know build, what I've called it? Go, go on. You thought, you've just had an epiphany moment where you've, remember, you've well, sussed out the name already. How do you spell armchair? A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R. Warm chair. Warm chair. W A R M C H A I R. It's the warm chair. Just call it the warm chair. It's spelt warm chair. Yeah. You pronounce it warm chair. And all the adverts will be really pretentious. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Please buy the warm chair. Yeah. Available now from JML for $129.99. I think that's. Also available in Robert Dias, Argos, and Sainsbury's. Do you know what? One of my ideas has been nicked recently. Like years ago, I had this idea. Of and people tell me I was wrong, like that you would, um, you know, people have different eye descript, um, prescriptions. Yeah. What if you had a lens you put on your computer screen, which you can turn to suit your your? But um, then everyone that's looking at your computer screen. Oh, I see. Exactly. Oh, so only you can see what's on screen because it's set to your prescription. And yeah, but surely your prescription only works when you wear your glasses or your contacts because they are that distance from your retina. Yeah, but it, it, it would factor that in. It would factor that in, basically. Yeah, so you so can't you, move. You can't move back. Well, no, you can just you can just turn it until it's right. And um, so yesterday, on you know, when you get silly adverts on Instagram that come up, yeah. suitable to, to your tastes, well, up came one about um, glasses where you have a thing that turns and it just f- turns to your, to your prescription. Focus. I was like, that was my idea before, before a computer. Uh, no, sneezy lose. But that warm chair sneaky idea. Russians. Yeah, sneaky Russians. It's because we talk about our ideas in the podcast, and I know yeah. some, someone out there. Those Russians are doping up say. themselves. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Outrageous. We should do some Russian shows. I don't know if we've, we've done the Russians. <laughs> we have. We have done the Russians. And that's, well, no, it's called the Americans. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's called, yeah, you know what I mean. But, sorry, but the Russian yes. version is called the Russians. <laughs> well, I, I hope guessing, so. Yeah. I'd hope the American or the Russian version was called the Russians. That'd be great when it's Americans. No, the American, American version. Hang on a minute. I've confused myself. The American version is called the Americans. Yes. Because it's Russian spies trying to be American. And the, and other, the Russian one's called the Russians. It should be called the Russians, yeah. Russians pretending to be Americans. No, it's Americans trying to be Russians. Yeah, no, there's already Russians trying to be Americans in the Americans, isn't it? Yeah, there's Russians trying so, to be so, Americans. So, so this be is Americans, Americans trying, to, trying be to be Russians, Russians yeah. in the Russians. Yeah, in Russia. Which is Russia's version of the Americans, which yeah. is America's version. 
Well, yeah, we need the to... last 15 seconds haven't hurt your brain, <laughs> uh, stand by because the next 45 minutes will probably complete the uh, the job. Yeah. Uh, are you all right? Are you good? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Uh, we're recording this because we're out of uh, Post Pop HQ uh, while 1.0. we transition to the... Uh, to 2.0. New, to 2.0. Um, so we're doing this in my front room in uh, South London. Yeah, you've got a parcel here. Did you know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? It's a table for it's outside. A, it's a half table. It's yeah. a, oh, it's a folding half table. Sorry, I didn't read the rest of it. Yeah. A folding half table. Flat pack table. Yeah. Do, do you want to build that in a minute? We can put that up if you want. We <laughs> no. could do it around the flat pack, the, the folding half table. Um, or what we could do is yeah. dive straight in to shows this week. Uh, you have come with one which, on the surface, the name does not suggest it's going to be that exciting. No. Apologies to all those who share the name of the next show. That's right. But the show I'm doing this week is Rob Jelly. I am joking. just charming, isn't it? I, I did walk into that in fairness, though. <laughs> I am doing a show that's on, on HBO now, getting a lot of praise. Um, and it isn't what, quite what you think it is. It's Barry. So we start with a theme song, which is quite bombastic. It's uh, trumpets blaring. It's very brassy. Yeah. And I think that reflects the main character who is but short. I mean, that that what you heard there is all you get the in show the episode. Short. The show is uh, short. Part of me yeah. wants that song or that piece of music to go on a bit longer. Yeah. Like I, I want proper swagger. I want sunglasses on in the dark, walking down <laughs> the street, giving it some like attitude. You basically want the Sopranos kind of like thing again. No, you no, want no, Barry no. walking no, around it's, LA. It's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit rocky. Yeah. As in, you know, Balboa. Yeah, um, oh, it is. Yeah, it's in that right. attitude, sort of sense of that sort of triumphant, but it's also like I'm gonna punch you. Pop question. In the face. Pop question. What film is I of the Tiger in? The song. Yeah. Um, it is in the Nutty Professor, I believe, <laughs> with Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> you want me to say Rocky and it's not Rocky. I want you to say Rocky, but it's not Rocky. No, I know it's not Rocky. I'm not. It's not uh, listen, we're not on QI. I'm not Alan Davis. I'm not going to walk into that trap. <laughs> it's from Rocky Three. You don't is hear it number three, is it? You don't hear Eye of the Tiger until Rocky Three. Um, people just think is that it's in Rocky. That's when the song came out. Yeah, well, it, it came out because of the film. It was written for the film. Oh, it was written for three. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and I was, and I did know, however, it wasn't in number one, yeah. so I wasn't going to fall into that. And Rocky Three is the one with Mr. T, and so it's, it's a definite watch. Oh, and uh, if you if you haven't heard, Mr. T stars in one of our favourite shows of all time, pilot episode, of course. Exactly. Um, and that actually to quickly throw ahead something. Yeah. Um, as we fast approach the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, come New Year, there will be a special episode for you to catch Ooh. up with our uh, league table. Well, but more on that in a bit. 50, yeah. Um, so yeah, so the, so the theme song, I think. It kind of represents who Barry is because he's his job. He he's has, a hitman. He's a hitman, yeah. So he has to be quite bombastic. He um, is very, very, very good at the okay, job. Okay, before you say who plays Barry yeah. and who is the hitman of this show, yeah. does this particular actor, yeah. visually speaking, mm -hmm. strike you as an obvious choice? No. And that's what makes it perfect. Yes. Because agreed. you would never, if you saw him in the street, you would never think he is a stone cold killer. Yeah. And that's what this TV show kind of plays on. The fact that he has a dual life. He is a stone cold killer, the best in the game. Everyone wants his services. All manner of gangsters want him to on their side. And he will kind of do it however you want. Yeah. Like he, there is a situation, there's a conversation with someone and he kind of lists off the ways he could do it. Yeah. And they're like, no, just, just like normal. Yeah. Like just, Kill him normally. He's like, can I can I do it this way, like some elaborate way? And they're like, no, just just it's shoot just him in the weird, head. Weird, mate. Just yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, I can just shoot him in the head. It's fine. It's because for him, it's so easy. It's so easy, and, it, and it's almost like making a cup of tea for him. It's just so easy. It doesn't take any effort whatsoever because he's so good at it. And, and this person, of course, is the magnificent Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. Who you might know from SNL. Indeed. Um, he's been in, in a few other like comedy films since then. He plays quite awkward characters. And yeah. everything I've seen him prior to this plays awkward characters. Yeah. Now, okay, question for you is, he directs this as well as stars in it. Yeah. Do you think he was approached to be the director or the lead first? I think he probably was involved in the inception of this because it's so specific. It's... Um, I think it was designed with him in mind, and, and I think right. maybe to get him to, to green light it, to, to be in it, they were like, yeah, and you can exec produce it, and you can be a director on it for some of the episodes. 
Um, I think it's absolutely superb. It's perfect. Even though he's visually the wrong person to play a hitman, yeah. it's superb casting. It's, it's, it's weird as well, and it sort of happened accidentally. I ended up watching the hitman film. Oh, okay. Uh, from 2005-ish. Yeah, it's not great, is it? <laughs> no, it's not, but it's, but the, it's based on the game, yeah. the, the PlayStation game from like the 90s or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just interesting that that happened to just fall into my periphery in the last week yeah. since watching the show and how the people cast as the hitmen in that film look like hitmen. Like I know they're all bald yeah. shaven and yeah, they've got the yeah. little barcode tattoo on the back of the head, mm-hmm. but... Bill Hader is literally the opposite of anyone you would suspect of being a hitman. Yeah, he's just like dressed in a check shirt and like a, just a brown scummy and jacket. I don't think that. I, I I don't know. I mean, this is there are two seasons, I believe, to to the show at the moment. So I think seventeen episodes. I think there are uh, all told. Yeah, I've watched the fir- the whole first season and some of the second season. Right. So there are a fair few episodes, seventeen episodes to watch. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to wear off. The novelty of looking at him going, he's not a hitman. No, because, so to, just to inform people what this is actually about, he's a hitman who discovers he has an interest in acting. And being in by LA... Accident. By accident. Because he goes to kill a particular guy who is uh, part of this acting uh, class, and he kind of follows him into this acting class, watches him, takes part, and everyone's like, wow, you were really good. You Like, you were very giving in, in your acting. He's like, really? And then... Um, it's so the series is about him finding himself as a reluctant actor, but finding he enjoys it more than being a, a hitman, even though hitman's his thing. And, and probably well paid, what? much better paid, probably being a hitman. Oh, than I'm sure. being an actor. Oh, yeah, you 99.9%. I'm not, by the way, of, speaking of experience, of no, course, I've done neither job, yeah, but like, like actors, I come close to doing one of them once. <laughs> but to acting, be honest, of course. it's similar, it's a similar job, like, it's like a you get hired for contracts. And you get paid in one big bunch, and for 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 the rest of the year, you might be You're waiting told for that. exactly what to do, yeah, how to do it, where to do it. And they're saying kill it. Which you know what? Now, yeah, <laughs> now you said it out loud. It makes a lot of sense. They, there is a lot of yeah. comparisons mm-hmm. to to the two roles. It's just, I I mean, the, it opens up the the first part of the the episode starts, and you see it's a dark, it's a night, dark night. You're in the street, and. I can't remember if you see him first, Bill, or Barry first, or if you see the victim first. I think you see the victim. I think you see the victim yeah. in, the, in the car and the driver's seat of the car. And then Bill he Hader's looks, the he reveal. Looks, he looks like you know he's kind of just asleep, and then it sort of pans round and you can see oh he's got a bullet in his head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's dead, blood everywhere, and then it goes outside the car and then you yeah. see Barry standing there and obviously he's just kind of completed a job. Mm-hmm. And so you know you're set you're straight in there you're straight you know, there's no com, there's no confusion at this point you know you've met Barry immediately yeah and you've met well him in, in, in work you know mm-hmm. he's at work yeah and then there's the other you know, sort of the progression from there of him you know getting a call meeting up with you know the, the client yeah the um, person who paid him to yeah and but you can tell even in, in the, these small early interactions he's not that into it it's not like he's well, celebrating yeah, this, this is just I like think whatever thing that Bill does so fantastically yeah. well is he he plays um, oh, I'm trying to think of what the emotion is here it's it's sort of nonchalance nonchalance is brilliant yeah. yes absolutely perfect that's exactly what he does so well I think that's the first time I've said that word out loud Nonchalance. Nonchalance. Great word. It is. Let's use it more. Nonchalance. Nonchalance. I'll be in Greg's. Can I have uh, that, those two vegan sausage rolls, please? Oh, and can um, I have a dozen nonchalance? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, it's perfect. And, and, and Bill does that so, so well. I mean, he. it's hard to to play the straight man. It's, you don't get all of the plaudits if you're playing the straight man. And I'll explain mm. why he doesn't get all the plaudits he should get in, in a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, we see his journey um, from this world of crime and gangsters to this world of materialistic um, LA actors. And now, I've been to LA multiple times. You are surrounded by actors. You go into Everyone's a, an actor. Yeah. I, I went into this cafe, went to his, his diner, and I was with uh, a couple of friends. And we were all British. Obviously, our accents are British, so... You're in a diner. The staff started looking over at us and like whispering to each other. And I was like, "What's that about?" Guy comes over, takes a roll. They don't recognise you. You're a new face in town, so you must be an actor. Yeah. Well, they they come over and 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 this guy goes, "You guys are in a show, aren't you?" And I was like, I "Don't don't talk about it," because I was thinking maybe they'll give us a discount on our food. <laughs> 
and then um and then later on he was like you're in a show aren't you and i was like yeah we're in a show <laughs> and, he, and he gave us like 50 percent off our really? diet i mean we didn't buy much to be honest so it was nothing but um <laughs> you scoundrel anyway he was said to his to the people like, yeah i told you they were in a show didn't mention what the show was Did, oh there was no, no conversation about what a show was or how long you've been part of it <laughs> no. or who else you knew yeah i'll oh, see that would be my i would have been like i'm gonna go and ask them if they're in a show and then i'm gonna quiz them on it yeah and then you'd have to like make up the show yeah, yeah like, on the spot it's crazy. Like, did you see that that scene in space where we were in space? And um, yeah, but everyone's everyone's an actor. Every person who who is in there, of everyone in Hollywood, like, no, they say has no gone one's there. from LA, isn't it? As well, there's yeah. that whole phrase of no one's from LA. Everyone kind of goes there to make something. It's of like themselves. London. It's like if if you want to kind of like make it in the entertainment industry or make it in films, TV, music, you kind of have to be in London. It's unfortunate, but you have to. It's the same if you want to be an actor or a writer or anything like that, director. You kind of have to be in LA, New mm. York maybe, but LA. So everyone there is like that. So you get people who are desperate, who are fighting each other for roles. It's a never-ending cycle of auditions and stuff, and. We're dropped into this world as a complete newcomer, and and the, the great thing we we the like journey. about pilot, pi- yeah, pilot episodes, is the audience following a new person on the journey, and this is the one of the best ways because you you've seen where he's come from, you've seen before the journey, and now you've seen him on this totally new crazy path. journey. It's not like a new person on the first day in a police station because they've been trained. This guy hasn't been trained. He's changing careers. He's yeah. completely changing tact, direction, and all that. So it's and really interesting, curious. Yeah, it, it really is. And I think because they give you enough... Because in fairness, the acting bit, we were talk, yeah, we've got to that quite quickly. Mm-hmm. The acting bit doesn't really kick in until probably nearly... A good 15, 18 minutes yeah, in. Yeah, halfway 30, through. 32, 33-minute yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, at least halfway. I don't think it's even... Half, I think it's well over halfway. Yeah. Um, I but, should have clocked the time in fairness, but I think it is about halfway. But can, do, do you know, from that scene, from that first scene when he goes into the acting class, can you tell who my guy is? Oh, I know your guy is is the Winkler. Yeah, it's the Fonz. The, it's Fonz, the Fonz himself who is taking this acting class. No, he's he's the guy running the acting this, class. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the one running the class. Yeah, he's the yeah. one teaching these aspiring actors, and he's got a book out about being an actor mm-hmm. and things. I think it's hilarious that he Henry is. Winkler, the Fonz, <laughs> is playing. And a sort of yesteryear actor who's teaching the new actors of today. Yeah, and getting it's, frustrated. It's, it's such a melding of universes yeah. together. And it's, he's using he's using um, a tactic by like basically uh, like negative negging, enforcement. Yeah. yeah, it's negging. He's saying that like, you're rubbish. I knew you weren't good for, good at this. There's no. And then when she's this, this actress has finally broken down, he's like, "Use it. Use that anger." And then she like she nails it, knocks it out the window. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I said that uh, Bill Hader, I mean, isn't getting as many plaudits as I think he should do, is because when the Emmys came around, mm-hmm. Henry Winkler Did got an really? Emmy for Best Supporting Actor, and in the, in the later episodes, you will see like this guy is. I mean, I know he isn't well known for the funds, but oh my god, he can act so good. Really? Yeah. And as the episodes developed, you can see him walking the fine line between trying to be an actor and and also trying to get away from the hitman life and it's so funny and interesting and it's amazing like you would never think that i think there's is enough of this episode but instead of it just being very much that first scene and then bang straight into acting yeah they give you so much of the hitman life yeah. that you are left with quite a lot of questions not mm-hmm. in a bad way in a i need to watch on now to see if we can find out a bit more about his backstory mm-hmm. You know, these other people that he's worked with that want him to go and do jobs, and he's a bit like, you know, well, I mean, the money's good and all that, but I want to be an actor now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's such a bizarre combination. Like, on paper, this show should not work. Yeah, it, no, it shouldn't. And, like, when I first it heard about be awful. it, yeah, when I first heard about it, I was like, mm, I'm not sure this is going to be for me, but I watched it, and literally, I blitzed like the first season in, in maybe a week, like, watching like one and a half a day or something. I think this is on Prime at the moment. So for those, is it on Prime? Okay, I think so. I'm I'm sure I watched. It's on HBO, and then it went over to the UK in some kind of format. Yeah, it's on one of them. It's on one of the. I I can't remember which one I streamed it on. Yeah, you Um, can buy the whole thing on iTunes as well. (laughs) That's not the benefit. Almost, almost the the uh, the the con of doing this podcast is that I've subscribed to every streaming service that is known to man. Yeah, uh, Um, everything. 
So I can never remember which which of them they're on half the That's time. That's a good but point. I'm streamed to. I, I've signed up. Well, I've signed up to Shudder for for ages, and we should do some of their TV shows. Okay. And um, there's some real interesting ones on there. Some real seeing, weird uh, ones. Seeing Adult Swim pop up quite a lot more of late. Mate. After us having done Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, but we also did. We also did um, um, Tim, Tim and Eric, didn't we? We done, oh yeah, we did Tim and Eric. Yeah, that's yeah, Adult yeah, Swim. Yeah. But there are loads excellent on there. Show, great show, excellent job. Uh, uh, no, awesome show. Awesome show, great job. Great yeah. job. There's a show on there currently called I Love David, and it is brilliant. The thing is, all the things that we're saying now sound like they're absolutely stark raving bonkers, but they're genuinely some of the stuff we've dipped they're into from the, from the non-major yeah. streaming platforms have been exceptional, yeah. exceptional shows. But anyway, Barry, Barry. Um, he's really, really good. Should we go? Surprising, it's surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, in sort of, in just ways you don't expect it to be, and I think you'll you'll make sense. So if this is the first week you popped into the podcast, thank you very much. Welcome along. Um, there are 122 other episodes at your Ooh. leisure to catch up on, uh, and none of them have to be listened wow. to in order. So feel free to scan through them, see if there's a show on there that you've watched yourself and, and listen back. But every show we've done mm-hmm. since day one, episode one, t- the pilot of the pilot. Which was we Lost. we did Friends Against Lost. Wow. We peaked um, then. It's all downhill from we, there. Yeah, it's been rubbish <laughs> since then. Um, it might be all right this week. We've always compared them with the 10 same bits of criteria yeah. um, that we've done every show against. So it's always fair as we can. So The I've, 10 commandments. Indeed. Start with the obvious one. Do you want to watch episode two? Barry, yes. I do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you already have. Yeah. Um, I haven't yet, but I will do at some point. It oh, was, mate. It just gets better. It's and the just, I think gets it's better. got, I think, it, and again, like, so the questions it leaves you with on the Hitman front, that sort of storyline, yeah. are great. They're good questions to want to have at the end of it. You think, oh, I wonder why that, or who this, or how long has he done it for, and um, is he actually got any competition, blah, blah, blah. But there's All also, those questions are there's answered. There's also an yeah. element of, you know, um, giving you other things like leading you into this new journey yeah and you think oh well, i need to know how this goes because the fonz is in it now as well um and there's a bit of a love interest potentially yeah. mm-hmm. on the horizon as well so at some point episode two for sure uh, number two does it have a memorable theme tune it's interesting i think it would have a mo- i yeah. think because it's quite a short little motif yeah it's like a kind of like a soul brass you know, it's um, quite short, sort of sweet. But does it mention the title in in the theme song? Da, no. Da, da, Barry. No, it doesn't. No. Ba 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 It could easily. <laughs> um, but does it, it introduce it to does a new? Now. Does it introduce to a new character or journey? Hundred yes. percent. Well, this is exactly the point of the, the yeah. show, isn't it? It's like a template. This is this is almost like they've listened to us. You need a new character dropping we, in we, for we the have audience. Heard that Bill is a fan. Yeah. So, how you doing, Bill? I was I was talking about that that particular commandment. I had a call a couple of days ago um, from these people who have an Amazon TV show currently, and they're interested in making a feature film out of it. Now, even though their TV show what a feature out of Barry? No, a TV show out of uh, sorry, a feature film out of the TV show they currently have. Oh, I see. So it's a group of people, and this TV show is called The Gooligans. And it's on Amazon You've Prime. mentioned this to me, yes. Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy. And, like, I love it. And I, when, I, when I speak to them, they're, they're like, yeah, you're the only person who who likes it, who even knows about it. No one else <laughs> watches it. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. But they want to make a film out of it, but they're very conscious that no one really knows them, even though it's freely available around yeah, the world on Prime. Sometimes, if you've got something like that, an idea, yeah, it's probably easier to sell a film to a, a new viewer than it is a TV yeah. series. Because one of the very things that, you know, we've talked about quite a lot is... Whilst we might want to watch episode two, you, you know, if we've sat through an entire hours long episode yeah. and it felt like it dragged and then you know for well you've got 24 episodes to watch just to get through season one. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, you, you know, th- that puts you off. It immediately it does, puts it you does. off. It definitely does. If you're watching a brand new show that's coming out and it's a kind of appointment viewing, we talked about that quite a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really gripping. It has you kind of, you know, in you don't mind investing the time in it and watching it. But if you're maybe watching a show retrospectively after it's finished and you do the binge, which a lot of people do, yeah, and you watch episode one and you think, it's mm, all right, mm-hmm. but, you know, but it's an hour and there's like seven series and they're all an hour. I'm like, you know what? No, thanks. Yeah. But if it's a film, if then you know... Film, so actually maybe this whole idea commitment. of like this show being made into a film could be the way of getting people involved and going, and going actually, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I also said to them like, 
because like their characters are quite crazy. I'm like, you need someone who like plays the audience basically. You need someone who isn't in this crazy world, who's reacting to it. He he drops into the situation and is like, what is going on? And that's the audience. And I think they were quite receptive to that. But yeah, um, hopefully that will happen. I'm probably saying more than I should have. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, so this this show definitely um, follows that rule of new okay. character or new journey. journey. Do, would you pause for a pee? For any Barry. Good, any good TV show or film will make you not want to miss a second. Yeah. No matter how long or short it is. And if you think to yourself, I'm not missing this, I'm pressing pause. Yeah. Then job done. It's, you know, that's a massive tick for criteria. Um, sometimes the show is just short enough that you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. But this is about the right of us. So 30, 32 minutes, I would pause for a pay for this. Would you? Or do you can quickly I don't know. nip out? I don't know if I would. Okay. I think you would if you've seen more episodes, but I guess we're only when you test it on the, on yeah, the first one. Again, this is, this is all that, you know, sometimes I deliberately don't watch on because I get tainted yeah, yeah. and you sort of, you kind of lead True. yourself onwards. So we d- I did that a few weeks ago with, with C yeah. on Apple. Have you finished I that yet? Uh, no. I couldn't get but, past the first episode, mate. Like, it's, um, it's not for me. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I think because... It, I'm not rushing on. That's yeah. the problem. So I'm, I'm sure it gets better. And I like Jason Momoa, so like I should really watch it. Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? Barry is quite no unemotional, isn't he? He's quite cold. It's hard to. I connect don't really with feel him. anything for uh, the Fonz. I know it's not his name in the. Yeah, film, no, you're right. I, I, the, the blonde at girl. Most, at most, the blonde girl. Yeah, and I wish I, I can't remember her name. I'm really sorry, but she. Um, Essentially, she feels like someone who's really trying to make it. Yeah, and she's kind um, of his love interest going forward. Spoilers, but um, yeah, you kind of like feel pity for Sarah her. Goldberg. You wanted to do well. She plays Sally. Sally, that's the one. And but yeah, it's hard to connect with Barry because he's so cold. He's a cold human being. You kind of want him to do well in the acting world and get away from the hitman world. But mm. although uh, honorary mention, um, not just to Mr. Winkler, but uh, to Anthony Carrigan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is in Gotham? Which ah. we reviewed quite a while ago now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he plays a you bad guy Gotham, in that. Don't you? I love Gotham. <laughs> I was a big fan of I need Gotham. to finish it. I, I, I'm money on season four or something. Oh, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, we won't do this in a hurry because it's not great. Okay. Batwoman. Yeah, I've heard absolutely terrible it's things. It actually doesn't start that bad. We I've, will do it because I'm intrigued to think, find yeah. out what you think of the pilot. I've heard it's one of the worst TV shows Oh, no, like, I've seen much worse really? shows. Yeah. I've seen much worse shows, but it's just not. I mean, I've watched three or four episodes now. What is it, though? Because, like, the Batwoman story is Sorry, actually... massively sidetracking from Barry. No, here. but we I'm interested. Um, because, like, the Batwoman story, like, I know, like, it's quite good. So, like... I'm not is it Ruby Rose? Batwoman. Is uh, it, is it yeah, Ruby... Ruby Rose, yeah. No, but is it her, The pro- is she the problem? Yeah. Because she... Mm, I know she looks the no, part. No, I think it's the story that's the problem. Really? Okay. I think the story's weak. Because she was great in... in we'll um, do this another time. Let me park it. Yeah. Let me park okay. it. Okay. We'll, I want to come back. I want to do it because I'm genuinely intrigued to know what you right. think. Okay. I'll, be, um, I'll go in And if anyone, by the way, has watched it as well, like I have, and yeah. loved it, feel free to tweet us. We've got the details. I might watch it tonight because I'm curious. Uh, uh, Anthony Carrigan, who's in it, who plays one of the, um, uh, I guess, clientele of Barry... Yeah, um, he is excellent in it. I, I just like his face. He he's great. Yeah, he is. Um, he's that, that kind of character actor that um, never gets any of the plaudits again. Manic. Yeah, he plays a very good manic character. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you recommend it? You come on. I would recommend this. This, this is. I think yes. of this year. This is one of my favourite shows. I would say of this year that I've watched. Yes, I would. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm being... I can't say... Yeah, I can't sit in the middle. Yes or no, would I recommend it? Yes, I would. Okay, good. I wouldn't say to someone, oh, don't bother. Yeah. Is there a mic drop, though? No. Commandment 7, is there a mic drop? No. I don't think there is either. No. Nothing that makes... Not even like a twist. Like, quite often we've done shows where... And my favourite example, as always, is Flash Forward. Yeah, yeah. That last second, like... That is a great switch twist. of yeah. like, okay, we're going down there, we're going to. Oh, what? That's, what that's the like the definition door? of uh, a mic drop. That and in loss. I, I guess cliffhanger might be a yeah. better phrase, the old school phrase, yeah. but mic drop now is kind of the, okay, I'm signing off, bang. We should do an episode about the favourite cliffhangers from TV shows as well. Top top 20. What, cliff, best TV cliffhangers? Yeah, because the my favourite one, the one I always come back to, is the 
last shot at the end of the first season of Lost, where it's another podcast we're gonna have to start making. Yeah, but when they when they find are the, we doing um, this after the pilot or after the, the finale? Because that's the podcast that's going to take us a long time, yeah. like probably several thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's okay, park anyway, it as we'll well. park it for a minute. So <laughs> no, I don't think it's a mic drop, but does it defy expectations? Yes, yes it does. Yes, it does. Definitely. I uh, didn't really hear too much about it prior to you mentioning it. And yeah. then on the surface, doesn't massively ring like, you know, great bells. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I said at the top, no offence, Barry's, but it's not a name. It's not a name that draws you in as being exciting. Barry the, Chuckle? Yeah, that's the, literally the universe's exception to the name Barry. Right, okay. Because Barry Chuckles exciting. Sorry, Barry's. <laughs> Not sorry. Has it aged well? It's, yeah, pro- it's only 18, 2018. Uh, yeah. third, uh, no, 26th of April was the first air date. Yes, it doesn't really apply to this one too much. Is the hype real? Mm, don't I think there is any. I, I certainly didn't. I heard some hype just because of the, the awards it's won. And um, I've heard like the Fonz was great in it. I call him the Fonz because he is the Fonz. Always will be. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I think it's real. I think it genuinely deserved the, all the plaudits it's getting and the rewards and stuff. Um, Just to I be enjoy- absolutely clear, Henry Winkler plays the character Gene. Gene, yeah. Who is the acting tutor. Gene, Gene, Gene Cousineau. Um, yeah, so we'll, right. we'll come to the score at the, we'll score at the end. end. Yeah. Directed we'll go on to and yours. starred the wonderful Bill Hader. He's who great. Can't He's say so enough good. nice things about. Um, but uh, we can at least park it for a moment and move on to my show this week, which is not really anything like Barry, not other at than all. the fact you told me Barry was violence and f- humour. So for some <laughs> strange reason, my brain beelined for this option. Yeah. Um, it is the contestant, uh, publicly contested show, Total Wipeout. Buenos Aires, South America. 7,000 miles from home. 20 ordinary men and women, including a cleaner, a beauty queen, and an OAP, will put their courage, their strength, and their bodies to the test. At stake, a £10,000 cash prize and the total wipeout title, all to be won on one of the most breathtaking obstacle courses ever created. Let the games begin. Slightly unique in the sense that a game show like this has mm. a kind of narration over the theme music. I think it needs a little bit of an explanation because it's mad. Oh, it's as mad as a box of frogs, yeah. uh, for sure. Um, what's the theme song like, though? What's the theme song like? I think it's... It's just orchestral it's, stabs, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, Dan! It's game showy. It's action... But it's UK action. It's yeah. not America action. Because if it was America action, it'd be much more intense. It's I, kind of... It's quite intense. It's like, oh, there's some action, but we're going to queue for it. But the, the way that he was... What's his name again? Richard the, Hammond. Richard Hammond. He was saying it in quite a kind of lackadaisical, kind of like calm way. But then it's just the music that was well, making I it sound exciting. This he was, was... He could have been saying the shoppingist. Two true. eggs. Well, Dan! Give it some context. Some uh, milk. Those Dan! who are unfamiliar with Richard Hammond's work... Obviously presented Top Gear for a number of years. Yeah. Uh, now does the Grand Tour with Jeremy and James um, for Amazon. First name terms, isn't it? Interesting. Uh, you know me. BBC, yeah. Rub elbows. <laughs> and so I think coming away from a show which was quite high octane and doing something different and presenting a show as a sort of sort of duo because there was another presenter in this, Amanda, um, he kind of had to kind of put his own tone to it. Yeah. And it'd be very easy to do a show like this, which is a mad obstacle course filled show where contestants basically compete for money and generally make a fool of themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. and do the whole, it's an obstacle course race and put on the big voice and, yeah. <laughs> and do all that sort of cheesy nonsense. <laughs> so I think toning it down probably is the right thing to do. Maybe. Maybe start not toning off. it down, but just kind of not starting it, at 10 he's starting at like 5 and then it builds up yes yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and, and, and plus you know episode 1 pilot episode of a show um, you know going too hard going too fast you burn out too quick yeah um, and also you need to set the tone you, well, not set the tone you need to set the the scene yeah. you know, you're talking about a contestant show where they have to complete challenges so you 
sort of actually need to spell that out. Now, the the thing sort of has the introduction to what it is, what is the total wipeout, and gives you a little bit of an example of like, you know, we've got a cleaner, um, a beauty queen, and an OAP. Like, that's quite funny. Sort of like, it's quite British humour in that sense. It's like uh, listing the three things, you know, sort of the magic three, isn't it, all yeah. the time. And sort of, okay, well, where's this show going to go? Like, it's an obstacle course race. There's a... A cleaner. Uh, it's like a joke. It's, yeah. it's, it's the whole like Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman joke going to the pub. But also, did they pick... I wonder how they pick these people. I want to know the audition process because they well, didn't obviously pick the people I who can, were the most athletic. I can give you some more detail on that because okay. I have, in fact, applied for this show in Brass. Wow. Um, well, okay. I, I filled in the application and submitted it okay. and then decided that even if they did ask me, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I'll tell you why in a second. And so Richard then goes to the studio and you've got a, a, a green screen behind him. Uh, it's clearly being recorded not in Buenos Aires as uh, yeah, as his yeah. set, mm-hmm. and he does the whole introduction spiel. So you know what is exactly the total wipeout? What you know goes on to say how it's you know a, an obstacle course race, an extreme one, but one basically for just messing about on yeah. and basically making people look stupid. So um, he's not in Buenos Aires, but the, the co-presenter Amanda, Amanda Byram is. Byram yes, is yeah, and the contestant. So yeah, it is it is genuinely. Uh, in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yeah. And uh, I'll probably at this point say the reason I would not have done it, mm-hmm. even if I'd have got selected, yeah. was because you have to get yourself there. Is that is that true? Yes. Yeah. Wow. When I applied, when I applied for, no, this is like, so this is 2009 it started. I think it ran for, uh, I can't remember how many years it ran for now. Uh, three years. Right, okay. And I applied back in 20, I must have applied back in 2011. Okay. Because I thought, well, I'll come out of university uh, no, I must admit, I, I must have done it quite early because I finished university in 2009. And so I thought, well, while I'm sort of still waiting to get the proper job, I'll try and do some TV game yeah. stuff. <laughs> Applied for quite a few at the time. can imagine, yeah. And that was right up my street. So, Oh, yeah, this, a, is, this is a Rob Jelly TV oh, show, this, like, I mean, all I mean, over. Classic Jelly in a field. Yeah, you need to present this one. You need to bring this back one day and present okay. it. Well, I, th- I think we can do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm certain I can, I can even, I have access to an, absor- an obstacle course race. You do, so, don't you? Um, yeah, you do. Pat, You're perfect yeah, for I mean, this. I'm literally, I'm literally perfectly positioned you for this really whole thing. You really are, yeah. You'd be the Amanda Byron. Sorry? You'd be the Amanda Byron. You obviously. Look at you. Okay. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> you'd want to be there in Buenos Aires, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want to be in the studio away from all the action. No, no, no. I'd be out there, but I'd do it in exactly. the UK. I wouldn't do it in Buenos Aires. I wouldn't make the contestants travel all the way across the world. Okay. I see what you mean. But I think the reason why... Do you know what the reason why it is done in Buenos Aires? Better weather? No. Cheaper, L- lacks health and safety laws. Well, it's because um, it's been sold to multiple countries around the world, and that's where the obstacle course is. And basically, all the countries in the world come there. Yeah, they film their bit, film their bit, chuck them out, then the next country does it, chuck them out, next country does it, chuck them out. So um, they're churning about ten for a penny. Then, yeah, right? and it's it's all, it's all around the world. Versions there were. I don't actually look up oh, how many just, just different tons. versions there are, but it's tons because it's cheap, cheap television. You don't need any famous people in it. Well, this is it. This, I, I, you know, I, it's I like am a cheap a, gladiators. Whilst we've watched shows, yes, very true. Whilst we have watched shows that have cost millions and millions of pounds to make, yeah, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with cheap television, yeah, if it's done right, yeah. And, and I actually fun. think this is done right. I think it's really it's funny. One of the few newer ones, yeah, that has been done right. Um, uh, and I think three years, yeah, is five series. They managed to get in in that time. Mm-hmm. Is exactly how many they should have been. Yeah, it kind of ran its course. Park it, move on. I think Amanda Byram is the secret weapon here because she, her sense of humour and her comments um, yeah. during the, the assault courses are brilliant. Her like right sense of humour, trying not to laugh at people falling off, but ultimately failing because it is really funny. Yeah, and she's always like, oh, face plant and stuff like just stuff like that. It's just really funny, and um, the fact that these people aren't always in the in the tip top physical condition. No, they genuinely let anyone normal people, well, which is great. Pass, pass obviously a basic physical. Um, Examination, and I be guess. And people paid to get to Buenos Aires. Um, and, and paid to get to Buenos yeah. Aires. I mean, if you, you know, you could always take a holiday, I guess, you know, and, and yeah. kind of build it into that. But, but I guess they do that. Lots of effort, isn't it? Yeah. But I guess they do that because they don't want people just to come over for a free holiday. They want people who are like, yeah, we Commit really want to do, to this. do the show. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. I guess that you probably, is, there's probably quite a lot of shows like this that people pull out of without any real notice. Yeah. And, you know, being... Being someone, you know, we both worked in radio and, and done some TV and film stuff as well. That when people let you down and on the last minute, you're 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 left there on you're set stuck, or in yeah. a situation where like, 
well now what do we do yeah, and, and now then, you have, to, then you have to make stuff up <laughs> yeah and you have to on the fly um so i guess that is the commitment side of it mm-hmm. you know as well they would know whether or not you've flown out to argentina and then they got a bit, bit more leeway to yeah. go right we've lost a contestant speaking of i was on your radio station yesterday wasn't i <laughs> you were yeah. yeah absolutely uh talking about film because you were a go-to it. man yeah um, just not your show it was on uh, a few of my colleagues are fans of the podcast yeah. so uh one of them was uh asked after your phone number and i said well it does cost you um so you know 10 quid i thought it was a good rate a good deal really good yeah, yeah. no we'll go halves obviously 50 <laughs> 50 um but total anyway. wipeout is a show which i think only appeals to a certain audience. It's a silly show. There's it's no, there's silly, no denying it. But it's fun. It's fun. It is fun. That's what you want. Entertainment, light entertainment, yeah. around seven o'clock in on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. It, 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 it is sort of prime time, silly TV, fun, yeah. fam, fun, family fun TV. Yeah. Uh, that you can watch and laugh at. Um, yeah, with the sort of, I guess, little inner. In a sense, as well, it's got a, an element of sort of you've been framed to it. Where like Richard <laughs> Hammond gets falling to, over, yeah. Richard Hammond kind of gets the post narrate to it, yeah, and post present it. It's sort of he gets the chance to sit there and watch it and write some kind of witty lines to it, I guess. Yeah. And, we talk and, about some of the some of the obstacles then. Yeah. Okay. So we start yeah. off, and the first thing they have to do is they have to face the uh, assault course, um, where they whittle twenty contestants down to twelve for the mm. first round. Uh, you go down a, a giant slide, which Easy. is watered. Um, so quite often they end up slipping, going into the drink at the bottom. They have to <laughs> climb onto the buoyancy pad, like um, boards, and run along a sort of a little track, sort of, uh, yeah. sort of double L, uh, into a into a sturdy ground. You get to the sturdy ground, go on a platform, up some steps on the platform. Now, bear in mind, you're wet now, so you've already got slippery feet. Yeah. Now, this next is uh, the topple towers. So you have to run across uh, what is three... Uh, stacked three high stacked um, sort of I guess kind of cushioned pads yeah. like blocks like uh, cuboids which are not stable at all they have no, no they, foundations they are, well they're balanced on a sort of skinnier bit in the middle so that yeah. you stand on one side you're toppling like, you stand smack in the middle you'll be alright but I mean I barely saw anyone make it it's so there's really, one guy that does in this first episode you have to be really flat on a well, foot quick quick and light of foot so it's just like doom, 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 yeah. straight across and don't don't mess around the trick to it is and we'll come on to the other obstacle in a second but the bat the big balls yeah i've yeah. seen people do that and the trick is speed and just keep moving just like keep moving at speed as soon as you second guess yourself you'll yeah fall, fall you're, you're doomed so i think you can't, i don't think unless you've got really long legs i think it's really hard to keep that speed up um all it's the just way speed it's nothing to do with long legs i don't know i'm not tall I don't know. I think it's really hard. I'm not tall, and I can do this sort of thing like that. Because the guy who made it, I thought he was—he had pretty long limbs. Yeah, but like for it. example, like I know so assault courses. I know I, you know, I work with one of them uh, yeah. throughout the year, and they have um, like round donuts, sort yeah. of inflatable donuts. Well, the donuts are a hole in the middle. They're, they're solid, mm-hmm. um, and they do. I think they're about eight or nine across the pond. <sighs> And I can clear all of them. I've done it several times. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've got a film with me doing it in slow motion as well. So I'll try and dig that out. But how? how like if you step it's on it, it's speed. It's abs- It's just pure, unadulterated speed. Right. As fast as you can. Do not stop. Even when you start to struggle, just keep moving as fast. But these as are you not can. on water. These these are. Well, they're balanced, but the, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But my, the ones I have are on water. They move. Yeah. Okay. Um. And the the the, the premise is move quick. And also, but the thing is, let's let's, let's get to the point of this, right? You're not supposed to do it, are you? Yeah, You're supposed yeah. to fall in the mud. Yeah. It's television. They're not going to make it easy. What about if the it was easy, it wouldn't be funny. True. What about the one where there's like, you basically on a clock face and you have like the, the big cushion thing spinning around. As a spinner. The spinner. So, okay, so the first round is these topple towers, then a wall with punching with boxing gloves that come out of it and punch you into the muddy puddle. Yeah. You then run up a slope, you jump, you've got to try and cross four big bouncy balls. Um, if you don't, you go in the drink, you climb out of the ladder and you swing into a wall with like a sort of six inch landing pad and you've got to try and land. That's, that's the first really thing, hard, right? Yeah. But 12 quickest people through to the next round onto yeah. the spinner. Spinner has 12 platforms, okay? They're 13 feet high over water, quite wobbly. And then all of a sudden, a spinning arm is going to start coming around. You've got to jump over the spinning arm, land back on your platform. First six people to fall off, go home. Yeah. Next six, the six lit light survivors, they go through to the next round. Yeah. So it's quite funny. I'd be good at that. I've fancied myself a pretty good uh, contestant at that. I think yeah. I'd like to think I could get through on that one. Mm-hmm. It's all about timing. Yeah. It's all it is, timing and paying attention. 
like some people on this don't do. Yeah. You see a few of them just not even really watching, 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 watching. Oh, there go my knees. Oh, now I'll try they're, and jump. They're too busy watching Face the person by. in front of them. That's what it is. They're basically, what they're doing, they're doing, they're they're adopting what I like to call the IKEA technique. What's that? Follow the person in front. Uh, don't follow the arrows. Follow the person in front. Mm-hmm. That's how people get lost in IKEA. And this is how people get knocked off on the spinner. Don't watch the person in front of you. Watch the spinner. Watch the spinner. Yeah. You watch the spinner, you jump, you clear it, right? Six people go through. They go on to uh, dizzy dummies. Okay. Six people are strapped into a very fast rotating um, <sighs> roundabout. Yeah. Uh, for 40 seconds. Mm, I'd be sick on that. I'm surprised more people are not sick. I would definitely 40 be sick. 40 seconds. Yeah. Spun round at high speed, and then they let go. <laughs> so they've got like a belt on. Undo the belt, and the buzzer goes, or the horn goes, and then they've got to cross wobbly platforms over the water. Uh, last one across, eliminated. Five that get through, back to the spinner. Yeah, you go in again. It's not the spinner, the dizzy dummy. Strap yourself back in. Forty more seconds. Yeah, off they come. Slowest one. Four go through, one goes home. Has anyone ever tried doing the thing where you stand still and you spin the other way to like balance it out? Oh, lots of times. Lots does of it, episodes I've seen people do it. It's meant to work. It. it does not work. It doesn't work, right? No. Okay. It just makes it worse. Right, okay. They do it three times so that each time you eliminate one more person and you end up with three left who all go through to the wipeout zone, mm-hmm. which is done at night. So all everything's done during the day. Yeah. Wipeout zone is done at night. I assume they're done probably over two days. Yeah. I don't know if they would film the entire lot in one day because I think even a fit person you're right. would struggle. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Uh, it seems like something that... I think that's asking quite a lot of the average... Yeah. We've done things like Gladiators in the in the past and we've mm-hmm. done the Titan Games, yeah. which is a good example of extremely fit people mm-hmm. doing competitions. And yeah. even those... I mean, uh, have we done Broken Skull Ranch with we Steve Austin? We haven't, no. Again, another one. We another, another example that's amazing. Yeah. Um, they do that over two or three days. Right, yeah. Because some of the things you're asking them to do are so exhausting. Because this finale is difficult. Like, yeah. I was like, wow. So the wipeout zone uh, starts with you at the top of a very tall slide uh, in a in an actual donut ring at this point. So you slide down it, little kicker at the end, into the drink. Yeah. And then you've got to swim to the first sort of obstacle, which mm-hmm. is a little sort of uh, round um, uh, ramp. You walk up it, and then all of a sudden, barrels start rolling down. Yeah, easy, at easy. You. So you got to hurdle them, yeah. and they're like fifty kilos. So they catch you. You're going to know about it. Yeah, you're going back in the drink. Uh, you got to get to the top of the ramp. Yeah. with as quick as possible because the more barrels will keep rolling. Yeah, you then climb round the side, uh, and then you have to climb across a wall, very skinny ledge mm-hmm. with like the kind of rock climbing grips to it. Yeah, with a barrage of water falling over you, yeah. like you're yeah. right underneath a waterfall directly. That's just for show, it's easy. Clear, yeah, exactly. Always good to clean you. Uh, you go around the corner at the end of that, yeah. and then you have to jump onto a rotating platform. Yeah, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of um, postman. Yeah, uh, it's kind of uh, I want to call it cone shaped. It's a very shallow cone. Yeah, but it's cone shaped and is covered in um, well padded sort of spikes. obstacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, bar, like but posts. Yeah, like padded posts just randomly, sporadically spread across yeah. the cone. So you could jump and hit and be an wiped obstacle, out by one of the posts, fall down into the water. Yeah, you can jump onto the cone, slip, slide straight off. Yeah. So it's all a matter of timing, steadying yourself quite quickly, and then getting up and getting on with it. You then got to dismount the opposite side of the spinner. Yeah. Onto a platform. Uh, from there, you have to then transfer from said stable platform onto two trampolines. One onto the next, onto another sturdy platform where there's a buzzer to hit and stop the clock. Yeah. All on the clock. Three of you go. No one sees how the other ones do. Mm -hmm. Fastest person wins the trophy, takes the 10 grand. That is the premise of Total Wipeout. Yeah. As simply as can be explained, I think. But I think the entertainment isn't seeing people make it. It's seeing people not make it. But also, the, the character that I like the most was probably the one, the woman who... Kept on singing I Am The One And Only by Chesney Hawks. Yes. I am yeah. one and Singing it terribly. Performing terribly. Yeah. Uh, but she was just full of the right attitudes. The yeah. fun. Didn't care for making a fool of herself. And that's exactly what you want on this show. Um, there's, there's a time and a place for people to take it seriously. And they belong on Ninja Warrior. <laughs> and they belong, Or The Wall. Yeah, yeah. And they belong sort of on the deck. Yeah. In dismay. 
Um, uh, this is a much more light-hearted, fun show. Yeah, light entertainment. It's the kind of thing that we, you would see probably in the 70s, because they, they total wipeouts from the 70s, isn't it? The original. Is it really? Yeah, I think originally yeah, there was... Yeah, always making that up. Yeah, it, was, um, it might have been called something else, but <sighs> there was definitely up, shows... Yeah. In, in the 70s and 80s because um, Prince Andrew's in the news right now um, he was involved in the creation um, of it and they did an episode in Buckingham Palace in the grounds of Buckingham Palace um, I did not know any of this yep um, I think it was just called Wipeout maybe not Total Wipeout but I think it was called Wipeout yeah and it's uh, it's a show that do you know what it's not something I would actively go and watch um, or like record but if it's on I will watch you it stop yeah if you're scanning through the yeah. channels and you see it you go yeah, oh, actually, you know what I'll leave this on yeah um, well, I'm eating dinner or something but yeah but, you know, whilst, whilst it sort of is frivolous it is fun it is silly um, you know the, there are occasions when this show actually pushes people beyond their limits I mean there, was, there is an example of this where uh, one of the 12 who get through the first round yeah. um, is seen by a doctor and for some, they don't explain exactly why but they basically ruled out on medical grounds yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. injured themselves or something like that and I've just sat, found here mm-hmm. um, there was a contestant on the US version that died after having a stroke oh god now, oh, right, you, medical stroke, test you can before. have a stroke for all manner of reasons mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's connected with the show in any way shape or form I wouldn't do that anyway I'm not going to yeah. surmise stuff um but, but doing any but, but physical activity. But ultimately, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you do still have to be quite physically fit to do this, even though it's Definitely. quite a frivolous version. Um, we talked about when Gladiators were in the um, application process, you yeah. had to perform a certain amount of press ups and sit ups and a uh, certain amount of time on a bike and a runner yeah. before they'd even consider you, like for yeah. the show. Everyone who, who, every contestant that goes on that is either like a, um, a fitness instructor, is a PE teacher, something like that, because you need to or be a free runner in their spare time type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Would you no. do it? Total wipeout? Yeah. No. And the re- I would be involved with it, like producing it or like hosting it or whatever. You would never go. I just think it's set up so for I, you to if, fail. If, if I if I could arrange your own version of it, if it's exactly exactly what I saw there, you're you're set up to fail. There's no way you can do it without getting in the drink. So, well, funny you should say that. Why? Because there are people who have done it, got yeah. through the entire first obstacle without hitting the water once. Really? But I yep. bet you they're really athletic people. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. I think you and Thomas did it. They were, I think they did a celebrity special when they actually had um, uh, the Olympian, you yeah, and yeah. Thomas. He's done it and he ran across the blue, the, the big balls right. and everything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Again, it's just, it's all tactics, it's all technique and things like that and being quick. Yeah. It's no use me asking if you do it because of course you would. Yeah, of course I would. You like, do it in twice. a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> can I do it? Can I just, can I just do it for everyone, please? <laughs> um, I'd love this show. I think it's silly. I think it's fun. Yeah. I don't think there's any point to it, but it's great. Saturday night television, yeah. which we don't have a lot of anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, TV's changed. Generation TV, game t- is not TV viewing change has changed. You know, a lot. Uh, I was only watching recent episode, recently the new episodes of Supermarket Sweep with Rylan. How's that? It's all right. I like Rylan. Right, you know? so, yeah. I like Rylan. I genuinely think he's a very hardworking guy. He, yeah. he studies what he's trying to do. Is he always on BBC Essex? No, no, we don't have no. him that often. I was on no. Phoenix FM quite a lot, wasn't he? Was he? Well, he's, a, he's yeah. an Essex boy. Yeah. And, you know, but I've seen him on Supermarket Sweep. I've seen him do a Strictly show on Tuesday nights when they do the sort of midweek show for Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. And the man, you know, worked hard to, to be relevant for that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's perfect casting for a Supermarket Sweep, by the way. Oh, yeah. Perfect, yeah. yeah. We should um, do that, maybe. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. There's, you know, there's a need for certain shows like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of sad that this doesn't exist anymore and it's been some time, but, you know, it, every show has to run its course maybe we eventually. Bring it back. But maybe we can bring it back as well. Um, the questions really, though, are, do you want to watch episode two? No. No. Is the answer to that? And that's not a criticism of it. I just don't think you need to. I'll watch it when it's on. Exactly. Yeah. It's a show that if I saw it was on and I was looking for something just easy to watch, yeah. it's staying there. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have a memorable theme tune? No. no. Does it sing the title of the show? No. Total Wipeout. No, it doesn't. Um, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Sort of every week. That's kind, kind of the point. Of, but it's not. It's, but it's, it's not, the same journey, yeah. different people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you pause for a pee? No. no. It's an hour long as well. I should have added that oh, on. God. Um, it was, uh, it was on the, it was, it was on the BBC as yeah, well. So show. no adverts. It is literally 59 minutes. Wow. Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate? No. For me, no. Not even... They could have been penguins. It would be, wouldn't okay, make any difference. Fine. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend it? 
I would recommend it if there was a choice between that and anything else. If I wanted something light, yeah, yeah, I, I would, would say that's a show to look yeah. out for. Keep an eye on that in your planner. Yeah. Uh, is there a mic drop? No, of course There's not. lots of body drops. <laughs> yeah. Lots of body drops, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> Does it defy expectations? No, it's just... It no, it, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it meets the expectation of what it is. It's easy, fun television. Yeah. Has it aged well? Yeah, because has. people falling, falling down is universally funny for oh, all time. It will be funny until the Earth comes to an end. Yeah. Even when the final humans are standing there waiting for the final explosion, the yeah. final implosion asteroid to hit. Yeah. You know, if someone trips over... Like falls over. There will be someone doing. There's a bit on Crystal and Crystal Maze. Yeah, I watch a clip on YouTube like every other day. Just as woman going across a, a rolling log. Yeah, and she falls into the water and like hits her head. <laughs> yeah. I watch it so often. It's just our so energy. It is so 84 funny. million views on YouTube. 83 and a half of them are Jed. It's so funny. Uh, has age well? Yes, uh, it's done pretty well. And is the hype real? It's, it's a game show. It's a game show. There's no hype. No. But, um, yeah, it's good. And whilst we've said no to quite a few of those, I'd like to think it's not going to score a super low yeah, score. I think definitely it's going to do fairly well. It's not a great. You know, we have to compare it against Barry this week, for example, but we're kind of comparing it with... Lost and... Yeah, you know, everything else as well. Sopranos and Sesame Street yeah. and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and, yeah. you know, Miss Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and all the other shows we've done so far. So, let's do it now then. Yeah. Scores for the doors. Barry, so Barry chapter one... Make Your Mark was the name of the episode, aired on the 26th of April 2018, yep. half an hour long on HBO. Jed Shepard, your score out of 10 is? An 8. Reason why I'm giving it an That's 8? It's a high score. It's a high score. I really, really liked it and I was surprised by it. Um, it's probably not for everyone, to be quite honest, but I, I really enjoyed it. And Bill Hader, I think, is magnificent in it. Okay. I'm going to go with 7. Okay, it's a good score. I'm going to go seven. Give it a fifteen out of twenty uh, That's combined a very good score. score. Yeah. Uh, that is a decent score. It's not top fifty. Not fifty, but so, I think it, people who watch on will will see how good it is, and um, yeah. But I liked it. I liked it. I watch on. Good total wipeout. What's your score? Out of ten. Mm, it's a six. I'm going to straight up say it's a six as well for me. It's a six. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say that I enjoyed it on of, of the game shows we've done. Yeah, it's it's been one of the better ones. Um, you know, or it will be certainly of the better ones. Of you know, because there's a lot to do. Yeah, uh, there'll be game shows that we you know are just dire. Um, but yeah, it's it's lacking stuff. You know, it's lacking a connection with any of the contestants. Maybe if it was something where you kind of watch them go on week in, week out, mm -hmm. you might get invested in some of the characters a bit yeah. more. Maybe if the theme tune was a bit more kind of identifiable, mm -hmm. little things like that would just give it a little bit more. Gladiators is a perfect example. Exactly. You know, when you've got better. an epic theme tune like you've that, got characters, you've got Jet and Wolf, and yeah, you, so you you start to love them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. there's some sense. So you know, you I think you sort of over time get to know a bit more like Amanda Byram, who I think is excellent. I agree with you yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, a six and a six makes 12. Cool. So they both go into our league table quite a little way down because our top 50 is very much occupied yeah. uh, by shows that have 17 Ooh. or higher. Um, so I'll tell you what, though. Can we think of something that will get into that top 50 next week? Well, well next week, in fairness, is going to be Christmas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, as this was our final show, really, before we hit Christmas New Year window, yeah. um, the next proper episode as such that we'll do so normal tv episodes yep. will be back on the 8th of january mm -hmm. um, so we'll do a christmas special next week yep. we'll have the new year's top 50 countdown so you know that's that's changed quite a bit since last year yeah yep. we have had a few fair few shows this year join the top 50 and push some out yeah um, so we'll recap all of the top 50 shows we've done so far Ooh. in order that's good though. 50 I, like, to I like that stuff yeah. um, and that'll be a very speedy episode that'll be like half an hour little listen to catch up on how, where we're at yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that'll be a perfect opportunity to suggest a show that you think is the best thing on TV that we haven't yet reviewed Yeah. Um, so that's the next couple of weeks and then so we're back on the 8th of January proper Yeah. with the first episode of 2020 what should we do so we're going to try and go for something that's big are we well something you something think something we reckon might actually make the top 50 yeah wow okay that's going to be tough because I'm going to try and think of a show that might... Okay. There's a new show-ish, new-ish show. Yeah. Um, having watched a bit more Prime recently uh, than I have Love later on Netflix. Yeah. Um, one of Britain's most loved actors... Ah, okay. ...is in it. And it's something I've been meaning to try and sit and watch properly. Right. 
Good Omens. I've not seen it, but I really want to. Looks amazing. Yeah. Got David Tennant in it. Yeah. And I know there's other actors as well, big name actors in it too. I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's at least one or two others. Michael Sheen's in it. And Michael Sheen, there yeah. you go. Uh, so I want to do that. Okay. I don't know anything about it, really, other than I've, I read every the time book. I sort of see stuff about it, I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah, I read the I book when that. I was a kid. Um, okay, so I'm going to try and think of a David Tennant thing, and obviously there's, oh, there's a good. few options. Yes, you could do Tennant. Obviously, you can't do Doctor Who. We've done Doctor Who. We've done Doctor We've actually done Doctor Who twice. Yeah, the old one and the we've new done, one. We'd have sort of cheated there. Found a loophole in our <laughs> own system. Um, actually, we make the rules up. We can do what we, we like. We can do what you want. <laughs> but can we... Can we do Broadchurch um, oh. from a few years back? And he was actually the star of the American version as well. But oh, I wanted that's not the, fair. The original British version. That's not fair. Yeah. We've <laughs> come back with not with just Tennant, but Coleman as well. Olivia Coleman and Tennant. Oh, man. The, the I'm dr- absolute lose. dream team. Did you listen to that episode of David Tennant's podcast? Okay, anyway, someone said, Move the car! That's your car, mate. Oh, is it mine? <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. Um, yeah, so Olivia Coleman went on to the, I think it was the first episode of David Coleman, um, of David Tennant's podcast. It was just genius, them two together. Oh, I bet that was, I mean, that that's the sort of thing you could have listened to for three or four hours. Yeah, I really could have. It's them talking about life and yeah. their, their work and whatnot. So let's do Broad okay. Church. Okay, so it's Tennant Week. We'll start 2020 with Tennant Week. Yeah. Um, Good Omens and Broad Church. Wow. I'm pretty sure Broad Church will probably be on BritBox. For those who... Britbox, uh, I think it might be on Amazon Prime as well. Yeah, if, if by not, the way, if you haven't Netflix. got Britbox yet, you can get a week for free. Can you? Or maybe even a month for free. Oh, okay. Sign up for like the first 30 days for free. Is it so, good? You've got it, haven't you? Yeah, I've got it, yeah. yeah. I've watched a few things, and not a lot so far, but okay. again, it just kind of depends. It's a lot of the older stuff from base BBC and ITV. Hopefully by the new year, Channel 4 will be officially on. Wow, okay. Like, actually, like, on there. They've agreed to it. Hopefully the shows will start being added as right, well. okay. I need to get um, it. But yeah, Good Omens is a prime one, yeah. and Broadchurch probably on prime, but I know we'll be on BritBox as well. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll score those. But next week's a Christmas week. Um, cool. So uh, before we get there, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, year, the week after that will be the Top 50, the New Year Top 50 episode. Yep. <coughs> you right If then? I don't die beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but listen, if you've got any shows that we've not done this year, or not done yet, really, on the podcast, that you've loved... Yeah. And you want us to watch the first episode of? Mm-hmm. Uh, we will do so. That is absolutely fine. We will happily take your suggestions and put yeah. them at the top of our list. We should have some guests on in the new year as well. well we're gonna, yeah, well that is the one that we'll guarantee. Here's I'm going to make a statement. If I do it now, we'll have to do it. Yeah. Every month we'll have special guests on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, every at least once a month we'll have special guests to yeah. come on. They can maybe pick a show. Yeah. And we'll all watch it. We'll get the other Rob on because he's just directed the new series of Britannia as well. So we'll oh, get, nice. We'll get him to do Britannia. Definitely, we'll do yeah. that. Um, we'll get some other feelers out for yep. anyone else that works in TV um, and yeah we'll do that and we'll keep this going because you know we, we've got a few more shows to go just a few more I think it's about 10 more maybe 12 probably yeah so it should keep us going to about March yeah. April time and that just leaves me to say oh you want, you want your Twitter my Twitter is <laughs> at Jed Shepherd J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D and I'm on Twitter at the Jellyman which is T-H-E-E Jellyman yeah and now, we say Merry Christmas. Yeah. And does this now let me yes, now does. finally yes, yeah. say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs>